yesterday we actually started a campaign with this. It's actually called the Orange Ribbon Campaign. It's where um, people of family families and um, restaurants can hang up orange ribbons to where driver truck drivers can see them and they can know that they can get a meal because some drivers out here are going to bed hungry like my dad a few weeks ago. Special thanks to 13-year-old Logan Miller off the top of today's edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast for April Fool's Day 2020. That was young Logan's voice you heard at the top talking about an orange ribbon campaign on which he's partnered with the folks at Trucks with Room to Spare to promote to businesses offering various measures of direct support to owner-operators and other drivers out there who need it in these times, a few of which you'll hear about throughout this edition. I'm Todd Dills. And proud to introduce you to Logan, the son of West Virginia-based owner-operator Jason Miller. And this ribbon campaign grows out of Logan's self-directed effort to answer the call for over-the-road driver support he felt when his school, like so many others around the country, closed and much of the nation went into various levels of lockdown to attempt to mitigate the spread of the COVID-19 coronavirus. As an overdrive story around the time went, where's the trucker supposed to eat? As I was writing that one, well, Logan was out at a rest area doing something about it, near Morgantown, passing out sack lunches to any truck driver who wanted one. A week later, when I talked to him and his father, they were back at it for the third or fourth time, and the effort continues. To start, here's Jason Miller. We talked Friday last week, uh, March 27th. How's, uh, how's the day going for you, for you guys? We're doing pretty good. We've handed out, what, 10, 15 lunches already? We've uh, we've had a bunch of people come up and donate some food and water to us. Uh, we've had a couple people come up just want his autograph. Uh, there's been some drivers waiting on him because they want his Logan's lunch and stuff like that. Where are you Where are you guys set up exactly? We are on I-79 southbound, just north of Morgantown, West Virginia, right around mile marker 158. Uh, at the West Virginia Welcome Center, so um, at the West Virginia PA state line. I noticed that that first video, that I think it was the first day that Logan did this, was back on uh, Friday last week, a week ago? Friday, yeah, Friday last week, yeah. a week ago. Yeah, but um, has Logan been coming back out every uh, every day since then, or, or how, how, how often? He, Logan is out about every other day. Uh, right now, okay. just because he's trying to control the funding because dad's still help paying for all of this. Uh, <laughs> there is donations coming in left and right uh, wow. and so forth. But we're trying not to use that money just because, you know, he's wanting to start up a foundation to help feed drivers later on down the road. And uh, all this uh, at age 13 is pretty remarkable. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. Well, Give us a little introduction to yourself. I know you're. Um, um, we talked a little bit the other day. You're a, you're a working uh, owner operator yourself. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit about um, you know where you where you came to trucking and uh, what you're doing today. So I'm a third generation driver. Uh, I started my started driving in May of 2016. Uh, prior to that, I spent 10 years in fire and EMS. Uh, 
locally okay. around my house. Um, currently, I am a single truck owner operator of Chapter Two Freight LLC. That's the number two, uh, based to Louisville, uh, Kentucky uh, company Mercer Transportation. Mm-hmm. And I run dedicated uh, AC products for train, air conditioning, and HVAC. Owner operator Miller's just recently moved onto that account in an effort to get back home more regularly to support his son's recent efforts to distribute lunches to drivers on the road. Jason's been trucking for four years over the road, currently in this truck. I have a 2013 International. Okay. Uh, it's a double bunk, 13 speed. Okay. And it's got a max force motor in it. It's just a plain old Jane truck, something you can make money with, you know. Uh, yeah. The saying goes, you know, when you get your first car, I just want something four wheels and a steering wheel to get me from point A to point B. That's kind of the same thing. <laughs> max force motor, huh? That's uh, uh, hopefully it's treating you well so far. So far, it's doing very good. Yes. What's trucking been like out here this past? Uh, I know you've you've taken a little bit of time off here helping uh, helping Logan out, but uh, what's it been like here the last week or so? It, uh, it seems uh, things are getting a little strange out there on the road. I imagine the road has been very weird. Uh, you know, previously shippers and receivers they really weren't too keen to drivers in the first place. They you know uh, they they really didn't welcome us in the, you know, with open arms anyways. And then, uh, you know, it's even been worse now. I've been to a receiver picking up emergency relief supplies and, you know, they didn't want the driver getting out of the truck at all. The bills would be put back in the back of the trailer. They had somebody outside opening your doors for you, uh, sliding your tandems. You know, they didn't even want you getting out of the truck. Uh, Then there are some receivers who locked the whole entire warehouse down where you can't even get in and get a vending machine anymore. So they're expecting you to have everything underneath the sun, you know, inside your truck. And, you know, let's just be honest. Most drivers don't have everything inside their truck. Most carriers don't put a microwave in their truck. Most carriers don't even put a refrigerator, let alone an APU in their truck. So these drivers are having to sit out there and, and, you know, figure things out. And then Mm -hmm. on top of all that, you know, you have these truck stops and rest areas who really don't know how to handle everything and, or, or, you know, sanitize the proper way. So they're shutting the, the restaurant down by eight or nine o'clock at night, forgetting that there's a driver driving at, you know, two o'clock in the morning shutting down. So what's he going to eat for lunch? You know, I spent a 34 in Oklahoma city and I couldn't even do my laundry. You know, what's next? They're going to take away our showers too. Although there are, I know, um, you know, they're, they're, you know, those truck stops out there are just, you know, they're trying to protect their people and they're trying to keep the place clean for you guys and everybody else. And it's, uh, yep. so you know, I've heard a lot of pretty, uh, pretty heroic stories of people, uh, working right. and a new appreciation for each other out there. I don't, it doesn't sound yeah, like that's happening everywhere in, in, in all respects, but, uh, at least some of that is happening. Longtime owner-operator Jeff Clark up in Wisconsin had one such story of appreciation that he shared on the Overdrive Radio podcast line late last week. Regular readers, may, uh, regular readers may well recall my mentioning of it on the Channel 19 blog last Friday, in fact. Here's Clark. I want to say thanks to all the people that support us on the road, from the people that clean the showers to the people that are bringing us coffee during this um, crap. 
Um, but um, really what is the latest story of I went to pay for my snack at the Loves in Menominee, Wisconsin, and um, they wouldn't take my money because somebody had dropped off a donation to pay for truckers' food. Now, the two bucks that saved me didn't mean much to me, but the thought sure did. So thank you to whoever did this, and um, thanks to everybody that keeps us rolling during this time. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I, I still say thank you to all the people at the truck stops, you know, handing, working, and, and doing the due diligence, you know, monitoring the six-feet spacing, you know, washing their hands properly. Doing all those yeah. things is, 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 is so grateful on all aspects, you know, because you it really, it's a virus that nobody knows who has it or to who, who is a carrier. And then right. when once you get it, you know, now you're having to self-quarantine or, or do, you know, and do all the precautionaries once you've received that, you know, that positive result. So right. I do understand, you know, the, the theory behind it, but there's also a theory that, you know, us frontline workers have to really get be able to, to survive and manage the things that we're doing. And to that end, as I noted at the top, individuals around the nation have come out of the woodwork with small acts of support, some of which I detailed in brief in the podcast last week, and many of which I know have gone unrecognized. Big thanks for that, though. A lot of them, no doubt, were spurred on by the story of Logan, which went social media viral. Yeah, that's a bit of a problematic term in this time, I know, but anyway, Logan's story got passed around, let's say, the trucking community and well outside of it even reaching the Facebook account of the President of the United States after an operator who also runs a side business in the Hillbilly Express Media Video Company happened to be the recipient of one of those first lunches Logan and his mom put together when schools in his area shut down. I got the opportunity just this past Friday to talk to Logan about what he's doing. He was set back up handing out lunches in the West Virginia rest area on I-79, southbound just inside the Pennsylvania state line. His owner-operator father, by then, had joined him in the effort. Yeah, uh, I've been out, you know, handing out lunches with him for the last two days now. Uh, okay. You know, this Sunday he's going to take the day off to kind of, um, uh, you know, restock his supply and, you know, recalculate mm-hmm. everything and go, go forward from there. And then he's going to be right back out here Monday doing everything all over again. Hey, Logan. Todd Dills here with uh, Overdrive Magazine. How are you? Good. How are you? No, doing great. Um, I, wonder, I wondered if you could um, back up to, to last week when you uh, first decided you were going to do this uh, this thing, and, and tell me just tell me how you uh, how you came up with the idea and what made you want to do it. Well, I overheard a conversation with my mom and my dad where he went to bed hungry one night. Okay, and then and that just kind of put the idea in your head that, um, that you know, if, if, he, if he was going to bed hungry out here, uh, probably a lot of others were too, eh? Yes. And explain to us exactly what you, what you decided to do and what you're doing today here. Well, what I decided to do was to, because I was getting paid a weekly allowance, because I was helping out at the, our house, and mm-hmm. we actually, I actually had enough money to make some lunches for the drivers here, and Friday wasn't very good because they weren't expecting it. Monday was 
pretty good success. We started out with 28 bag lunches Monday, and we actually ended up with nine that day. Okay, so you yeah, you you gave out the, the large majority of them that day, eh? yeah. Yes, Monday was success for us. And you've been out a couple of days, uh, a couple other days this week too, right? Yes, we we're actually out here today. Uh, we're actually going to close up shop about five o'clock. Um, okay. we were out here yesterday from what time, Dad? Two to five. Two to five? Two to five, yeah. And so we're going to actually come back out here every Monday and Friday in between those times, two to five o'clock. And okay. we're actually at the rest area here in uh, West Virginia, right before um, Star City, in between Star City and the PA line. Um, right. Southbound side of the yeah, of the road, right? Side. West Virginia, right? Yeah. Well, very good. Uh, what's it been like for uh, for you to? I noticed that um, you know you've, there's been a lot of a lot of news covering you uh, since you since you started doing this. Um, has that been interesting, uh, a distraction, or just uh, you know just a nice a nice thing to happen? Get the word out. It's actually been nice getting the word out. Cool. Well, I think it's definitely gotten out. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, yesterday, we actually started a campaign with this. It's actually called the Orange Ribbon Campaign. It's where um, people of family, families and um, restaurants can hang up orange ribbons to where driver, truck drivers can see them and they can know that they can get a meal because some drivers out here are going to bed hungry like my dad a few weeks ago and you partnered up yeah. with uh with the truck trucks with room to spare right the uh yeah. organization yep. that uh shelly conway and some of the others yep. do to, yep. to do this exactly. yeah you may recall the trucks with room to spare group grassroots driver-led effort to help coordinate empty space on trailers to uh, deliver various relief items to areas of need. It was founded after Hurricane Michael in 2018 and I wrote about the group on the Channel 19 blog when the West Midwest was uh, flooding in various areas about a year ago. You can find more about them and the campaign that Logan mentions here at their Facebook page. Search Trucks with Room to Spare there or via uh, truckswithroomtospare.org Something that um that that any uh you know any eating eating establishment out there on the road uh, or um uh, volunteer Anybody operation to help a driver out a get food or yeah. b you know take a driver through a drive-through or uh right. you know carry food out to the driver whatever they're willing to do we want to put that orange ribbon up and hang it up so people can see hey we're here for the driver uh, this is something that is being encouraged uh, to be done, or is this something that um, people who want to participate can request these ribbons to be sent to them? Apparently, right okay. now it's hard to be done, but we uh, we're looking at doing something, either getting ribbons sent up to be have them uh, sent to them, and we're or we're looking to do something different. Visit the Facebook page of quote Hillbilly Express Media 
end quote, to find more about Logan's efforts. He'll be back out at the same I-79 South rest area in West Virginia this Friday, April 3, from around 2 to 5 p.m. local time. Finally, a word from another caller to our podcast line about how slow things are seeming out there on the road with his own version of Paul Marhofer's uh, Lone Ranger Truck Stop Parking Vacancy Index of a fashion. Though I know for about half of Overdrive readers, business goes on as usual, more or less, or it's actually been busier, because emergency restocking efforts at groceries have probably driven a lot of that. Though that's the reality, judging by uh, some COVID-19 business effects polling going on this week at OverdriveOnline.com, the other almost half is seeing negative effects. Some quite dire indeed. If you've got a story to tell about what you're doing to weather challenges in this environment as the time goes on over the next several weeks, we'd love to hear about it via 530-408-6423. Tell us your name and base location with any message. Here's what Mark saw out at the Petro in West Memphis late last week. This is Mark from Glenwood, Arkansas. Regarding the recent COVID effect on trucking, uh, one thing I have definitely noticed in West Memphis, Arkansas, there's a Petro truck stop. And last Saturday at 2 a.m., there were parking spaces available at that truck stop. I haven't seen 2 a.m. parking at truck stop in five years. So, yeah, it has definitely slowed some things down. Y'all be safe out there. Thanks, Mark. Everybody keep it safe and pro out there this week. and Keep an eye out for the upside, such as it may be. We'll get through this.